That was literally verbal diarrhea. I'm setting the bar awfully low. Titus O'Neil keeps running directly into that bar. Get him off my TV, get him off my TV. You make me very angry. The man who has a better IQ than you, the awe-inspiring JC. You should go work for WWE because you'd be so up far up Vince's No, 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 no. Oh, you are no, such no, a no, sucker. No, no. You, you defend everything, all the bad moves they make. This is the Chopper Joker Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the latest edition of the Jobberknocker Podcast. As always, I am JC, and with me is Nestlemania, and we are going to get to that hour of entertainment that you came to hear. But before we get to that, I just feel like a few words need to be said. I normally will never speak politically, I never will, because I don't think this is for uh, the medium for it, but this is no longer, this is never was a political issue. This is an issue of human rights, and that anger frustration, sadness that we have been feeling the past few days does not compare to the hundreds of years and the entire lives of some of our friends, companions, co-workers, and acquaintances have experienced their entire lives. So I have asked some of those friends and uh, family members and acquaintances, what can I do? Because I don't, I've never felt comfortable talking about these things because I don't know the experience at all. But they said... Just raise awareness any way you can. And as small or as big as you think this platform may be, this is me just doing my part because I want everyone to know that we're with you and we love you. If I can add to that, JC, I have just become a dad and I look at my two kids and I wonder, I want them to live in a world where everybody is truly equal and everybody gets the same chance and everybody gets the same understanding and everybody is really truly one. Um, that is not the case right now. And I do also have friends of different ethnicities and I've asked them also what to do. And some of them have told me different things, but I will say this, that, um, I am with you. I love you all. And my hope is that someday understanding will truly be understanding. There's no easy transition, obviously to go from that, but you know what? We are here to do a show. This is the Jobber Knocker podcast. We start off in the shine, the positives, cause that's what we do. And for me, Nestlemania, this week, there was no bigger shine than the Otis Mandian promo from SmackDown Live. You know, you, I, I didn't see this live right away. Like, everybody was tweeting about how ridiculous it was. How, you know, they basically ripped off Fast Times at Ridgemont High, which is fine. It's still pretty fucking funny. Um, the one thing, I, and again, I, I didn't go back and watch this. I didn't have time, but I was wondering specifically about um, what we can do to, like, is it better or worse? Kind of like, did I, I didn't get to see the, the, the fast times at Ridgemont high kind of comparison. But the one thing I was concerned about was like, she, was she like visualizing herself, watching herself kiss Otis? Like, can you clear that up for me? No, I think that was, uh, I honestly, I didn't, I didn't look that deep into this promo because I just, I love any time, uh, whether it's wrestling or whatever, does like a spoof on something that I know. Yeah. I think it's funny, especially here with the roles reversed. I just thought this was an incredible piece of comedy that continues to, I think, the, just stuff like this elevates Otis and Mandy so much. The memes that come out of it and everything. Um, 
I didn't really think about that when I was watching it. I guess maybe some of it was visual, but some of it actually could have been actual. I think that's actually a really good question. I know. I think that was the only thing that I like. I, I enjoyed most of it, and I just was. That was the one thing I went. Can someone explain this to me? Because I just felt like it was like, is she having a wet dream? Like because <laughs> it's you know it's a pool, you know like. And the other thing that had to be chuckling was it, it was to me it was like. It was an A minus when I was watching it. I was giggling all the way, and then what put me over the top was at the very end where Mandy says, "Oh yeah!" <laughs> I, like I just went, "All right, all right." Like it's it, it's so unnatural, but it is it is so fucking like it is so ridiculous, so fucking ridiculous. I just I have been waiting for this to kind of like level off and stop being good and entertaining and being my favorite thing, and then they pull out a segment like this, and I was just like. This is unbelievable, man. It just, I don't understand, like, oh, it's just so good. And honestly, like, I know uh, our boy TJ uh, wrote an article about the shock value, which you can read on jobberknocker.com, and uh, Otis, obviously, would be a big shock value to actually win the world title. I want it, man. I know I've said it the last couple weeks, but there's just something about him, and then them together, it just, the momentum is just so incredible. I, I want all of it. I want all of it. It's true. I mean, and as you said, our boy TJ, uh, who wrote that article, TJ and DQ, the fabulous uh, twin brothers, or the, sorry, the Quinn Magic, excuse me, Quinn are going to be hosting NXT. The, the, yeah, the Quinn Magic, the twins of Quinns, uh, they are going to be hosting NXT Hangover uh, in your house, in their houses, on, I believe, uh, hopefully recorded right after in your house and uh, up as quickly as possible. Make sure you check that out on the YouTube channel of the Jobber Knocker. Just saying that because TJ not only does a great job on the Jobber Knocker, but he also does a good job on the YouTube as well. So, Oh, absolutely. They will definitely be in your house, so uh, so to speak. <laughs> so make sure you tune in for that for sure. And uh, uh, Nestlemania, I think an easy transition from Mandy is always Sonya. They kind of pulled them apart this week. She had a match against Lacey Evans this week. It was a double countout because, you know, schmoz. But uh, Lacey wanted to continue the match afterwards, and Sonya walked out. I thought this was nice for her character. Listen, give me more Sonya Deville talking shit. That's all I want. I, I She is such a good, no, scratch it, great talker. She is, she could potentially, in terms of women, I don't think we've seen a woman, in my opinion, that has talked this much trash with so much confidence and vigor and been able to back it up with her MMA background. It has got me excited in the last 15 years. I Honestly, I think the comparison is easy. I think it's Becky Lynch. And sure, there are differences, but I think just in terms of, like, the types of promo she's cutting and the aggression. Because, like, you remember when the Becky thing started, like, she was supposed to be a heel, but she just became that anti-hero. I think uh, Daddy DeVille, so to speak, will probably be a full-on heel because she obviously doesn't have quite the history that Becky does, but... To me, that's just that's an easy comparison. It's like the man's out um, being a mom, and Daddy Deville stepping into his role, man. Daddy Deville is a good name too. It, it rings true. And here's the other thing too that I thought it was a nice little touch. It was the amateur background. They went down on all fours, started amateur style, like they did all that shit. And then you know frustration set in, and then that was kind of one of those things. I was like, okay, like I'll remember this match a little bit more now that they went out of their way to do amateur wrestling. Like Lacey said, I was an amateur wrestler in high school. I could do all this shit. I was a Marine, yada, yada. And then it just became a vicious fight, which again, I'm okay with elbow macaroni every once in a while. (laughs) You know, it's just, sometimes it is what it is. Sometimes you just beat the piss out of people. And this was, 
as close as a, as a fist fight as you were going to get in a wrestling ring for a women's match. No, scratch that. For any match, honestly, it was trading blows back and forth, and I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed it as well. Uh, you know what else I enjoyed this week? Can you guess? I'm going to guess something with Bailey and Sasha. Oh, yeah. No, I did enjoy that. It wasn't where I was going next. Okay. But uh, I will say the moment of bliss, uh, they had New Day on, and Bailey and Sasha interrupted. They're, again, they're continuing to find different characters to be a cog in the Bailey sasha train. This week it was Alexa Bliss, uh, much like it was Charlotte before. Um, I will say I thought the star of this segment was Bailey because her trying to get New Day to react to things I thought was hilarious. And Bailey once again, being that brash heel, uh, booked Sasha in a match when she wasn't ready to compete, but she still wrestles. And I think the big thing here in WrestleMania is that not only did Sasha wrestle unprepared, she actually beat one half of the tag team champions in Alexa Bliss. And now we have a title match, I think, except for this week. We do next week. Uh, sorry, this Friday, we do have a match, a uh, women's tag match. Uh, so here's the thing. Was it impressive that she was not prepared and then put on some kicks and won? Yeah, absolutely. Not debating that. What I do get upset about is we win a match to set up a match that we know that they're going to lose. So it's just like, <laughs> you know. Like How you do you know? Maybe you like, don't know that what anything can happen in WWE, Adam. JC. JC. Well, who the fuck is Adam, first off? <laughs> JC, you know better than I do that one plus one does not always equal two in wrestling. And this one doesn't add up to a win. That's all I'm saying. You, mean, this you, is you mean that this is Steiner math. You know, the, the Bliss Cross is being double booked right now because they also got a feud going with the Iconics. So maybe we get yeah. a triple you know what, threat at Backlash? Mm-hmm. I, I doubt it. And here's something else. Why aren't, why, why aren't Bliss Cross on NXT uh, going after who are the NXT? some other random tag Give me an NXT women's tag team. There you go. Uh, isn't Chelsea, Chelsea? Oh no, sorry, Chelsea Green and, and uh, what's her name, Diana Peraza, were going to be a team, but that doesn't. Yeah, doesn't she's pan working out. for TNA now. What a downgrade! That's unfortunate. Yeah. Anyway, back to my original point. Yes, yeah, that it's it's ridiculous. The end. Do you have anything else on SmackDown, or should we jump to the Red Brand? Uh, let me just make sure I'm going through my notes very quickly. No, I mean I think we've we've hit everything that I thought was. Uh, Apropos, I guess is the best way to say it. Oh, well, Daniel Bryan beat Sheamus. I mean, you know, that is what it is. I mean, it's exciting to see Daniel Bryan versus AJ Styles. In that aspect of what we'll talk about, I'm sure, later, AJ Styles versus Daniel Bryan, sign me up every time. That's ROH 2004. That's what I want. I mean, I want pure wrestling, folks. I hope this thing goes, like we said, 20 minutes. Yeah, Boom. I think, Give them time. I think for the rest of SmackDown, which we will get to later, I think the end results for a lot of things were okay, but the road they took to get there, I think, is where people have the issues. But if we go to Raw... And we look at Raw. I have two things that really stood out for me, WrestleMania. But I want to hear what you think was the best part of Raw this week. You ready for this shit? You're gonna you're oh, gonna hate one and love the other. Give it to me. You're gonna hate one and love the other. I thought there were two count them two specific promos that were what I like to call hmm mm, good. That's what I thought. One was Randy Orton. Always. Randy Orton's fucking promo was so good. I went and I rewinded and watched it again. He goes, yeah, I phoned it in. I am doing this for a paycheck, and I'm still better than everybody else. And I went, sign me the fuck up. That's it. That's it. That's all you have to do. He took real life. He made it simple. He made it easy to digest. And it didn't take 45 minutes for Edge to spill out how much grit and fucking determination and gumption he fucking has. Gumption. We haven't used gumption in a while because of uh, DQ's, was it Rhonda's fucking Ronda, uh, gumption? Ronda, baby. Rhonda's gumption. 
Uh, no, but look, like Randy Orton in 30 seconds or less is basically how I feel. It, 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 as much as this random shit doesn't make any sense with the greatest match of all time, and you do probably still smell a rat, I thought this put us back on track to go, okay, I want to see it. I want to see it. I want to see him get his. That's what I want. Give me what I want. The second promo, this is where I think we may butt heads, personally, is I thought Nia Jax's promo as a heel was what I would tell people to go back and watch to be a heel. Now, granted, the wrestling we'll talk about later, I'm sure. But the heel promo in itself, in its own little box there, I thought was a 101 how to be a heel without discrediting the person you're facing. She talked about how she was handed the championship because of Becky. She talked about how her friends with Kyrie doesn't make any sense anymore and how they're probably going to turn on each other and how she's the victim here. And I went, clearly a heel has to make them feel like they are in the right. A good heel always feels like they're in the right and everybody else is in the wrong. And that promo did exactly what that was supposed to do. And the rest of it, dog shit. But that promo, in my opinion, worth talking about because people should go back and watch that stuff because otherwise they're going to cut shitty fucking promos and talk about how terrible they are, ugly that they are, they're never going to be a good wrestler, yada, yada. This was perfect for me. This was exactly what I look for when I see a decent promo. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. I, like I said. Look, she, I don't, I've never had issues with Nia's promos. I have always thought she's a pretty good promo. She has some that are really bad in her history, but I think overall when she's been a heel, they've been okay. But I just, eh, I got nothing to add there. But I'm going to talk about what I love this week, Nestlemania. You know what I love? Bowling. I love the bowling. I thought all four of these guys were great again. It was over the top. They continue to pump up that this is a series. The Vikings tied it at two. They even had your favorite little cute joke in there, which I know you love so much. I just, I, again, like this, whenever this comes on and they say it's up next, I'm glued to my television. I don't look away. My phone goes to the side. I am glued to the TV and I'm entertained for the five minutes or whatever it's on. Is that it? That's it. Well, I also enjoyed bowling. Uh, I'll have you know that my highest score is is, is uh, approaching 200 in bowling. Ooh. In case you ever wanted to, uh, I also I also because it's me and you'll laugh because you know me. I don't like dealing with dealing with other people's bowling shoes, so I had to go buy my own bowling shoes, and they were orange and black until I played so much that I ripped the sole off of them. So I looked like a clown anyway, but I looked like a clown when they ripped. Because I ripped and I fell and hit the fucking alley. It was awful. Ooh. But I do love, I do consider myself uh, a decent bowler. So I did, uh, I did enjoy this very much. I thought it was great that they, that the Vikings got out in the lead and then they wanted the smoke and the weird looking dude turned the smoke and the lights on. Like that made me laugh because I love liquid lanes. Those are fucking hilarious. Galactic that's bowling, it baby. Bit. That's what we called it growing up. Yeah, we, we call it liquid lanes over here in the uh, North Shore. Just in case you ever go to town line, which I don't even know if that's still a thing anymore. Somebody check that for me. Uh, but look, it was it was good. I will say, here's here's Mrs. JC. Maybe I just need some. Maybe I need. Here's what I thought about. In a in a world where there actually is a lot of negativity and a lot of terrible things going on, I think I'm going to try very hard now to instead of just attacking something for no goddamn reason, I'm going to ask you to explain it to me like I'm an idiot. How about that? 
Okay. I think that's fine. I will say with some things, though, in wrestling, and this is my argument for a lot of things, is sometimes there are a lot of things that I watch, which I know you're critical of because they don't make sense, but the reason why I enjoy them is because they entertain me. So okay. just know that so, with some things, I will not always have an answer for you, but it's because when I watch it, I'm entertained, and that's good enough for me with some things. Okay, so here we go. Ready? Yes. Bowling. Here's what I have an issue with. They do the cute gimmick again. Yep. Where she hands, does she come up and give him fries or something? Or she gives him something at the was beginning. It, was it a turkey leg? I don't even know. Turkey leg. So she says, you're cute, wink, whatever. Then, then, because Ivar is hungry, he looks at the sign and goes into the fucking thing, uh, to the fridge, and goes to get a turkey leg. And then the girl goes, out, out, you're getting out. But then retracts the statement because he's cute. She's already made the comment that he's cute. Why wouldn't she have just allowed it? It just seems so fucking stupid. Like they filmed one thing by itself and then decided to do another thing, but put the other thing first. It just, it seems completely out of place to me that it was just like, yeah, he could have got away with murder. Why not give him more turkey legs if he's cute? Give him the whole fucking refrigerator. That would have been funny. Well, and then I, you know, Ivar would have been just doing it, but it was just odd. It just made like, it, I know what they were doing. But you could have cut that entire thing out, it would have been an A plus. Instead of it was an A. That's it. That's all I have to say about it. I'm That's surprised all. you gave it, it an no A. I, I will say though, um, you know, maybe they need a new editor. I know a few guys. But uh, you know. Just saying, it's just, just, saying. just it just it I'm just saying it seems like it was kind of a male job. That's all well, I'm saying. I, I will say the, the the cute joke this week, it it felt more for more forced than it has the last couple. Um, so I was waiting for you to criticize that part and I think you're right to criticize it. But again, overall, I look, I'm looking at this as a big piece of pie and, uh, you know, maybe there was one tiny little bite that I didn't like, but I enjoyed the rest of it. So that's why it's in the shine. No, no buyer's remorse on this one. I don't think. All right. Well, speaking of buyer's remorse, I don't know if this is actually speaking of buyer's remorse, but I took the last thing you said and tried to use it as a transition. I want to talk about your boy, Apollo Cruz, because I thought. I think they've obviously been doing a good job with him ever since they started this whole Andrade angle and everything. But I love that he came out and he called out Kevin Owens. Um, Because obviously I think putting him in there with a guy like Kevin Owens legitimizes him even more because we know how amazing KO is in the rain and on the mic. And I thought KO actually had a very good promo. Um, I thought this was a fun match that I definitely would be willing to see again until these Zelina boys came in and cleaned up because obviously we know KO lost to Garza last week, so there's a little feud going on here. Um, And it eventually turns into a tag team match because, you know, always, whatever. Uh, Apollo Crews, though, once again pins Andrade. Um, And again, I think they're doing justice by Apollo Crews. This is the best he's ever looked. I'm enjoying him. He's a guy that I know that we've both really liked. You've been pushing him even more. I've always been, you know, kind of being like, Got the talking, the talking, and but I think right now they're finding ways to really make him look effective. Listen, that championship belt looks good on him. It does. Let's just say that, right? Absolutely, it it's great. I, I I'll go as far as saying, you know, having him call out Kevin Owens was nice. Having Kevin Owens talk, they did the logical standpoint of having two baby faces face each other. Somebody got kicked in the nuts, and it turned into a fist fight. If I get kicked in the nuts, I'm going to play a little dirty as well. So I mean, you know, that made perfect sense. What I hated was that it turned into a fucking tag match for no reason. Like, not one fucking reason. That doesn't matter. Like, I get, I get why, like, I, there's a paper-thin argument to be made that, okay, you know, Andrade wants his United States title back, and, you know, Garz is on a hot streak, and yada, yada, yada. When he's not I-fucking-Charlie, he's actually winning matches. <laughs> Whatever. But this, to me, was like, dude, 
it's like when someone walks in on something that you're doing that you enjoy and you have to stop doing it. That's what it felt like. Like watching wrestling? Like, yeah, exactly. It felt like you had to pull your pants up. It felt like you had to put clothes on because here comes a goddamn tag match that nobody asked for. They got literally shoehorned right in there, right up your ass for no reason. Not one iota. Not one. Yeah, I, again, I don't disagree, but uh, my argument, which I, it isn't a defend, it's just the reason, is Raw's three hours, bro. they got to fill time, and uh, that's how they choose to do it. Again, uh, Could have done it an hour, two or three, four, five, or six. I that's don't all I'm saying. I disagree, but uh, I wasn't going to discard the rest of it because I thought it was good, and I think they're doing right by a mid-card title, which is something that WWE has struggled with for years. It's true. It's what, true. What else you got in the shine? Well, let's see. Well, look, I enjoyed the Seth Rollins Greater Good promo. Me too. I will say, for our boy across the pond, Danny, look, Danny, I will say this. I don't know how big of a drinker you are. Go back and watch that promo. You'll probably be drunk in the first five minutes for the how many times that Seth Rollins says Greater Good. <laughs> I, I lost count. I lost count, JC, of how many times he said Greater Good. It felt like it was almost every other word. It really did. It was like... He lost his train of thought to jog his memory on the fly. And then because it was filmed, you figured, oh, we'll edit that part out. They kept the whole fucking thing in. It was awful, like in that portion of it. But the rest of the promo was really good about they throw the package, about how great when Mysterio is. He wins all these yada, yada, yada moments. And then they cut it to him getting his eye, which obviously is a good heel moment. He comes back. This was the kicker for me saying, I will personally induct you into the Hall of Fame. I ate that shit up. I thought. What a fucking shitty thing to say. What a fucking awful, down, dirty, gross, heel thing to say. And I was so happy. So happy that, that he did that that people go like go to a little bit uncomfortable with these things. You know what I mean? And I think that that's, that's gonna be Seth's bread and butter is uncomfortable. when we talk about Brock Lesnar, uncomfortable, let's get into that area with Seth Rollins. Let's get uncomfortable, folks. Yeah, I don't disagree. Again, I'm still loving this character work by Seth. It's the best he's done in years. I enjoyed this pretty much uh, from start to finish, but I do want to jump to the finish because I know your boy's in it. Dominic told uh, Seth Rollins uh, an eye for an eye. So could we be getting Dominic versus Seth Rollins, main event of WrestleMania? Dominic is like diarrhea, folks. (laughs) You know, nobody wants diarrhea. You just get it. You know what I mean? What if he and, comes out, though, and is actually good now? What if all this training's paid off, and the next time you see him, he's actually really good in the ring? What if? Listen, if he's, if he's one-eighth as athletic as his dad, he'll be better than half the roster. Don't what disagree. he cannot change, what he cannot change is that fucking robotic delivery and just not having any presence on camera. Because he is, he is trying. You can tell he's trying. But there is just there is a like there is a trait that he does not have, folks. Right this instant, he's still young. Maybe he'll get it. But right now, as is, he he. It is like watching a high school musical play. That's what it feels like. What about this? What about this? Because I know some people have floated out there. Actually, you know, it was hard not to think about it immediately. And then Seth going hinted at it. What if Dominic ends up joining the Monday Night Messiah? Because, you know, we can probably agree, Austin Theory can't really talk yet either. Uh, Buddy Murphy's is a decent promo, but he just he hasn't 
found his full legs, but they're now with Seth. What if Dominic joins Seth's stable and learns from Seth, and then maybe someday can uh, go off on his own? So you're going to surround Seth Rollins with boobs that can't talk? <laughs> Isn't that what followers are, man? They're just guys who haven't found their voice yet. I guess. Listen, everybody loves boobs, but, like, not guys that, like, these guys are all very talented. But if you're just going to collect people who can't talk just to have a guy talk for them, that's fine because that's what a stable is most of the time. But Dominic out of the gate, I just, I, I, I don't know what the fuck they're going to call him. Because why are they going to call him King Mysterio? I think they'll just they call, call him Dominic. Like, that, that strikes fear in the fucking eyes of everybody. You're going to be taking on Dominic. You know, it's like, no, no fucking way. No way. Like, that that kid does not scare me. He could be six seven, full of roids, coming at me with a spear, and I would be laughing at him because that guy has such a square head. He's such a meathead looking. He is, he is sipping. He is sucking off the teat of his daddy. That's what he's doing. And he's not going to never be anything else but a tit sucker. That's what he is. Jesus. I don't yeah. know if I agree. I'm going to give the kid a chance because you never know. You never know. He's cardboard. He's got personality like cardboard. How I'm old like, is he? Do you know how old go, he is? Do you know how old he is? Go back. He, JC, you at five years old had more personality than this kid. Well, I mean, that's, that's an unfair comparison. You're talking about me here. Huh? 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 Okay. 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 Well, Find find the nearest jughead and uh, that works out at a gym that has no personality, and I'll show you that guy can cut a promo oh. better than Dominic. By the way, by the way, I don't know if you saw this. This is me being me because he wore a fucking pink shirt, which is ter- like obviously a JC color, so I can't love you know, make fun of it. I also love it. I'm a Bret Hart guy, but if you look very closely while Mysterio's cutting his promo. In the background, in the reflection on the left hand side, is either a mirror or some photo that you can see. You can physically see Dominic trying to pump himself up before his promo. And it's just, it's the most stupid looking thing you'll ever see. I love he's it. He's either walking, he's walking back and forth or working out or re- trying to tell himself, okay, don't fuck it up. Don't fuck it up. Don't fuck it up. And he goes on there and goes, I for an I, I for an I, you're a biblical man. That's it. <laughs> That's it. Fuck him. Fuck him. Oh, God. I just... I'm honestly... I'm rooting for Dominic, mainly because I root for everyone, obviously, but even more so because this will just be another notch on the Nestle belt. So, you want to know something? Nestle here's, makes here's stars. How, here's how you know I know he'll be nothing in this world. He's a Nestle guy. There you go. Dominic? Dominic is a Nestle You've been guy. You've burying him. He's, this... not, he's the opposite of a Nestle guy. This, he's probably going to be a exactly. world... He's probably going to be a world champion he's... in three months. But if he said, but if I say he's a natural guy, he amounts to nothing. Yeah, but so you there can't, you that's go, the folks. thing is you can't control it. It has to be your Doesn't real matter. passion. It's, it's you can't. out in the universe. That's, it's out in the universe. You you have powers, but you don't actually have any power over the powers, Mister Nestlemania. That's how curses work. Uh huh. Uh huh. Sure. I, and I Move got on. a deep tease here. Uh, our boy TJ, who you should check them out on. Uh, uh, I think the pay-per-view is on Sunday night, so whenever they get it up uh, after that, NXT Hanover exclusively on the Jabberknocker uh, YouTube channel. TJ might be in for uh, a, a little more pain later in the program, but we'll get there. But I think right now, do you have any more shine or should we get heatful? Oh, let's get heatful. Let's get hot. Let's get bothered. 
Kick us off, boss. So, I'm excited to watch SmackDown. <laughs> and I've been told on, on the Twitter machine that the first five, ten minutes of this thing is so bad, I got to see it. And I went, no fucking way. No fucking way. JC, I texted you to tell you that this thing was, this thing was an atro- atrocity. Yep. Atrocious. Erroneous. Made up bullshit. We start with Elias being hit by a car. That and part Renee wasn't that Young, bad. I'm all for writing him off TV. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> Renee Young standing over his lifeless body, sitting there like getting backstage. She might as well put the fucking, she might as well have put the mic in his crotch. She was that close. Like, who gets access to shit like that? Like, like it just was, it, it just felt like she was climbing over the body being like, oh, Elias is hurt. Uh, there's uh, a rental from Jeff Hardy, which they didn't do a really good bang up job of the car. So that's one thing. They have a bottle of Jack falls down and they see like the, the rental agreement says Jeff Hardy. Uh, then they cut to, here's my biggest gripe, the universal champion who's not on the fucking program. <laughs> but he's, he shows up to work at least. He's a seven foot bystander. <laughs> he has a belt. And he's, he's off the fucking show because Elias got hit by a moving vehicle. Good God. It was so unnecessary to have him. It's like, Granted, we know that they taped a bunch of these in a row, and that's why he's there. But like, wouldn't logic state in the uh, in the current status of the world? Why would you have someone show up when they don't need to be there? Exactly. So I just dumb. showed up to work. He goes, I just, I just showed up to work. Why did you show up to work? You weren't fucking booked. Yeah. What a what a fucking loophole! Like I was just standing here minding my own business, and then out comes the car, hits Elias. He didn't even. You're gonna tell me that a guy dressed in all black sweat running away from an accident, as I'm using air quotes, that Braun Strowman can't haul ass? Can't hey, haul ass? Well, I, as, as you'll see probably later in the show, and we're going to find out next week, is uh, this was clearly a frame job, Nestlemania. Oh, I don't doubt it, my friend. I don't doubt it, JC. So, he probably would have saw a shining white light running away from the car. I bet. I saw a man dressed like mayonnaise. I mean, it's fella. probably him. <laughs> it's probably the fella. But the part that I don't understand is they, they fucking have Jeff intoxicated on the outside like the the elaborate like i think it's seamus and corbin it seems like it had to be two they probably attacked him and drenched him in it yeah yeah it has to be a two-person job because the amount of the, the amount of explanation on this is absolutely insane it's like this must this must be like having a conspiracy theory it does not make any damn sense not one fucking iota like and here's the thing too like there's this random woman with a cell phone video, <laughs> like taking it, taking it and like they're telling her to get the fuck away, get the fuck away. I think she's going to come into play at some point. I, I do. Very little. The detective, we don't have the button to, to wiggle and dance. I'm sorry, everybody. But, look, let's be honest. And also the hacker, like they, we just forget about the hacker. Is the hacker going to have the hackers on hiatus? He's quarantining. Well, is he going to have surveillance footage? You're going to tell me that nobody has surveillance footage of that bullshit? Not one person thought to go ask somebody about the surveillance footage? Bullshit. I, I don't know what bullshit. to tell you. This is, so this, this is my biggest problem with this whole... Because this was obviously a big part of SmackDown. And overall, I absolutely love SmackDown. I thought this was just like the black sheep part of SmackDown. Because I thought this was an unnecessary storyline. Uh, it was ridiculous, and I don't think you needed it to set up what you could do. You know, it, there's so many other ways you could have done this. I get why they did it. They've obviously been heavy in the Jeff Hardy's past and whatever, but I just, 
a lot of people found it distasteful, and I can't disagree with them. I don't think it bothered me on the level that it bothered them, but I don't like it. I don't think it was necessary. But I will say the re- everything else involving the Intercontinental title this week I thought was incredible is the backstage stuff with all those guys like talking about it, which eventually set up a battle royal. AJ wanting a free pass, them giving him the free pass, just that typical shit, shit-eating heel. Daniel Bryan wanting to fight, gets the fight. Sheamus is the man who replaces Jeff Hardy, which just shows you he's benefiting from what he did, and it was calculated. Um, I thought all of that was good because this was the most this title has meant for a freaking long ass time. It was the same reason why I like the US title stuff. It's like WWE making an effort to care about their mid-card titles, but unfortunately, you have this whole nonsense just mixed up with it. So it was just it was such a hard thing for me because honestly, besides that opening segment and all that nonsense, I thought this SmackDown was great. Also to add to this, they're like they're really going hard on the Jeff Hardy shit, but the other thing is just it 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 doesn't seem to me like this is going to end well. Like, and also think about this, right? What fucking world? And I know, I know, and I know everybody's going to jump down my throat with this. I, I know it's wrestling logic. I understand this, but God damn it. You're going to tell me a guy who smelt like alcohol that was taken away in a police cruiser showed back up in an hour and a half later. no, <laughs> No, a drunk goes in the drunk tank for 24 fucking hours. Well, I think what you have to think is they finally breathalyzed them when they were processing him. But yes, like the police station would have to be very close and the paperwork must have been very quick. But it's 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 possible, just highly unlikely, especially given everything that's been going on. I don't think it's going to move that quickly. And and here's the kicker, right? They're fucking battling not to wrestle with backlash. They're battling for the, the fucking SmackDown after backlash. Oh, I thought so it was. Uh, I thought it was. I thought it was next week for the go home. No, they said. I think they said. Maybe they did say next week. I think it's. For, I thought it was we have another week, so I think it's the part of the go home. Maybe I thought it was the week after backlash. I thought they said in two weeks, but maybe That'd I don't be know. Ridiculous. But here's the thing: not on the fucking pay per view. Why couldn't he have just? If they are going to, they could have pushed it back to be like Sheamus takes on Daniel Bryan next week. Then they could have had the whole twenty-four hours. It just—it doesn't make any sense. Doesn't make any sense. No sense. I don't disagree. You know what else doesn't make sense? All right. I, I, I guess it was a rhetorical question, but I wanted to see if you had a smart-ass re, uh, remark, which you do not. You're losing it. You're losing your touch. Um, our boy Ray Ray talked about this, and you were kind of like poo-pooing it, but. We get a long-ass recap actual package of the opening 40 minutes of Raw 20 minutes after it happened. Fuck off with that shit. You want to do that in the third hour? Fine. But I don't need a freaking five-minute package 20 minutes after what I just saw. It. That's how you make me fucking change the channel. Who are you recapping for? Like, come on. You think, like, what are you doing? Stop. Bullshit. I'm with you, Ray Ray. Listen, not everybody can go bowling, okay? Yeah, Sometimes. maybe they should. Well, look, is it going to be Monday Night Bowl? I don't no. Know. How about you just start, g- give me give me another tag team match? I know you love this. Give me a six man tag. How about that? Listen, I would have killed for <laughs> AJ Styles. No, AJ Styles. I would have killed for Apollo Cruz versus KO in an actual fucking. I don't you know, disagree decisive with that. Victory. Yeah, don't disagree but with that. It's just it, damn the fucking tag match is awful. Like, there's just so much shit on this fucking show. Like, there's just so much random stuff. Give like, it to me, baby. Let's run through it. Like, okay. Like, the randomness of, like, Shimmy coming out for the, like, help Aleister Black, which is whatever. It is what it is. But then, like, just 
so many random things make no goddamn sense. It's like, okay, Rey Mysterio's not there, even though they've dragged his name to the mud. You figure he's going to show up. I think they made it seem like he was going to show up. So I don't know why they did via satellite. They got that bullshit. That's fucking ridiculously stupid. Then you have, you know, the eye fucking with Charlie and, and uh, Garza. And then, you know, Zelina gets mad and rips up the rose, which again, if they, I would not be surprised if Chuck and uh, Garza end up having a live sex celebration in the middle of the ring eventually during a promo. Like, <laughs> Like, if Charlie is actually interested in him, then she's not acting. Good job. Wonderful. If she's not even interested in him or just the, say, the segment, men, whatever, she's doing a great job making this thing make sense. But, again, I harp back to, wouldn't a Lafario be hitting on all women, not just one woman? I don't know. Just, just why isn't Kayla getting any love? Just saying. I just feel saying. like it's always Charlie that interviews him, though. I don't know. No, I, I know. I'm just I saying. I feel like he has. I feel like one of the. I feel like one of the other ones did. It, one of the other reporters they have interviewed him, and he was a little flirty. I think just the Charlie thing's more of an angle because she's kind of really, really showing it. You know, honk if you're horny. Wait, wait, you wait. If it leads to Chuck versus Zelina Vega in a match, I wouldn't be shocked. Can, does Charlie wouldn't even wrestle? I don't think she wrestles. No, but she lifts weights, baby. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> I've she lifted is... weights before too. It doesn't mean I can get in a ring. <laughs> doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. I can lift weights and do a where, springboard. Sign me up, what, baby. What, WWE, here I come. Yeah, I have seen you springboard, and it's phenomenal. What is the payoff here? Is Chuck going to slap her? Ooh, that doesn't mean anything. Is she going to walk off with Garza? That doesn't mean anything. She's got to do something. Well, yeah, I think, I, I think it will probably lead to the eventual split from Selena Vega in some capacity. I don't know if they'll have a match, but I do think I'm that is saying, where this is headed. I'm just saying. It just seems ridiculous. It right. seems ridiculous. Keep going. Keep the train going. What else you got? Quick heat. Okay. Let's go. I'm going to go. I'm going to go through all this shit. We got Santa Claus HBK oh, talking about how, how fucking great, you know, Edge is and yada, 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 which again, he talked more about, this is where TJ, this is where you get into trouble because you love Johnny Gargano, TJ, who is also with his brother, the fantastic Quinn brothers hosting NXT hangover on the Jabberknocker YouTube channel for in your house. Make sure you check that video out. But TJ is wrong because, he talks about how great Gargano is. Gargano talks about how great HBK is. HBK talks about how great himself is. Instead of putting over the goddamn match more than anything else, that man is just like, look at me, look at me. I can't, I can't. I, he might be the greatest ever, folks, but good goddamn. They asked him to do one fucking thing. He couldn't even do it. Couldn't even fucking do it. Pick's edge. No fucking, no way, right? Oh, my God. Oh, wonderful. Then we got past bowling. Oh, Billy versus Nikki. Billy wins because, you know, we're going to end up having another fucking match where the Iconics challenge and lose again. So what's the fucking point? Hey, maybe they'll win. Maybe they'll win for Billy. JC, you want to you put a wager on it? I no, got it. absolutely not. Yeah. I said exactly. maybe. Exactly. It sucks. Nia kills fucking poor Kyrie in oh. the goddamn head. I don't know what, I mean, the video, uh, the, sorry, the, the picture of it just is ridiculous. I mean, clearly it was quick. Nobody really checked on her except the referee. I felt yeah, terrible. Yeah, that was the weirdest thing. It's like she was just laying in the rain. It's like when you see the aftermath, it's like, okay, she's split open. And how come, like, we know this is taped. Like, like what, like, what are, like, how is they not treating her? Like, I don't know. I, th- I thought that was very weird because you could tell immediately, like, Naya was concerned because you saw her, like, kind of give an anguished face and, like, of, like, upsetness when she was trying, when she was climbing back in the rain, looking back, like, she knew something was up. But it was just, I don't know. It was. It was weird, especially because we knew it leaked, and it's, you know, obviously, like, people are arguing that Kyrie tripped, blah, 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 whatever. I'm not going to get into that. She got hurt again. There's a track record here with Nia. It just, it is what it is. It's 
call a spade a spade. Unfortunately, it is what it is. But I just I thought that was weird too. That there was literally nobody checking up on her. I don't know if maybe they like like uh, sewed her up and then they sent her back out there and had her lay in the rain and kind of taped this in two parts because it was I don't know this it was very weird to me. It was literally boom done, drag pin done, and then Oscar was just like standing over going okay. Like, that's all she like. She was just screaming. And you figure, like, why didn't she check on her friend? Like, she must have come out to check on her friend. They must have cut it. Like, it just didn't make, yeah, didn't make any weird. damn sense. It was weird. It was weird. It was very, very odd. Now we get to the part that, uh, you know, we, I don't know if it's a ticker day parade or we're getting excited about, but Gronk finally lost the belt to Truth in the most three stooges way possible. Oh. Uh, he was also in his house at Foxborough, which I thought was odd to me, considering he figured he probably already sold the farm because he's going to Tampa Bay. No, he so, hasn't. As far as I know, he's still he's still around here for now. Well, he's I think he's down in Tampa mostly, but I think he's been back and forth. Stupid! It was a terrible segment. Hated it. It was awful. Hated it. It was so bad. It's just like I don't care. This, now, unfortunately, with our truth winning it, the title's back, so we got more freaking crap to worry about that we don't care about. That I don't understand how Gronk could be under contract, but be under contract to play football. Like I. Like what the well, fuck are they so doing? you saw immediately, like after the show, it's like WWE has released Gronk. So it was, it was. I think he was already on like an appearance-based deal, anyways, because a lot of them are with those with the freelance rates. And it was just kind of like they were trying to like pick a time to have him lose the title and whatever. But uh, it's just it was one of those things where I'm sure they had a lot of plans, and then he went back to football, and that changed everything. And here we are. And obviously, you see the smear campaign going on social media now with all the leaks, which I'm sure some of it's true. I'm sure some of it isn't. It's uh, just something that is, but. What a waste of time. Wasted all of our time. And speaking of waste of time, Charlotte cuts a promo that means absolutely nothing. Uh, talking about how she's going to – I want you to be the next uh, NXT people so I can make you bow down. You know who also bows down? Oscar. Then there's a fucking match. Whoa, 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 which, so wait, 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 wait. Hold on. I want to stop you there for a second. So NXT, don't they have a show on Sunday? They do have a show on Charlotte's Sunday. Charlotte's funny, that's right. And if you want to hear all the reaction from that Charlotte match and everything else, you need to listen to NXT Hanover exclusively on the Jobberknocker YouTube channel. The Quinn Twins will be uh, breaking it down. You can look, but you can't touch. There you go. But they'll be in your house. Yep. Quarantined. Anyway, back to the useless information. Charlotte, Charlotte cut the promo about being a bitch, yada, yada, yada. Then we have Oscar versus Charlotte on free TV, which means nobody can fucking win. Schmoz! Which is ridiculous. So they had to have fucking Nia come back out dressed as, you know, or having the makeup of Asuka, which sent Asuka out, got DQ'd out of shoulder tackle. Thank God it was only a shoulder tackle. And it was just like, I actually enjoyed part of the match. I thought it was good. And I'm sitting here going, oh, these, here's, here's my biggest gripe about having these matches have no non-finishes. The more times you have these non-finishes, I am not, I'm getting less excited for the rematch. Exactly. Or less excited six yep. months. Like, you can't tell me that, oh, it was so good, people will pay to see it. No, I won't. It'll make me go, meh. If, It'll if make you me disperse go, it enough, care. but think about Raw and WrestleMania. There were, like, four matches that ended with a schmoz. Like, there was the only, the only like, cl- like, there were very few, like, clean-cut victories, and one of them was from a match that had already been schmozzed. So it's just, like, it, it to me, like, when I'm watching something like that, it's just so hard, like you said, to get into it. And they do it all the time. Like, they tease you. Like, I get, you want to, doing a tease, I think, sometimes is very effective. But, like, in this case, like, especially because we've seen it, I'm not going to care when they face off again. Like, it's just, it's... You're going to have to do a lot more work because I've already seen part of this. So you're going to have to do even more to make me hyped again. It just, I don't know. I didn't see the point of it either. Never going to happen. And then MVP eats a slap from <laughs> Lana who clearly took off a little bit of the bronze. Best feud on Raw, God. Lana and MVP. Tell me I'm wrong. Uh, I couldn't give a shit, honestly. I, I couldn't <laughs> care less. 
I mean, this this to me seems like she's Vinci cuts a promo later. He didn't mean I couldn't go out and watch MVP's match. So, so I was like, okay, great. So Bobby goes from hulking massive man destructor to his wife comes out and he just looks like a sad puppy dog. Like, why are you out here? It didn't do him any favors. Not one fucking favor at all. You want to talk about a jobber alert? MVP lost in three minutes. Three minutes. That was your main event of Raw. Yeah, it was weird because Charlotte Oscar was wrapping up. I'm like, it's like quarter of this main event's going to be short, and it was. Paul Heyman is terrible at timing. You, his fucking what did you think coach. of the end? And the, by the way, this was taped, so there was no timing necessary. Well, like so you could have added it, and it ends in a fucking full Nelson. That's what I got so upset about. You had the time to shave off something. You're going to tell me that you couldn't have had those three guys retape an entry to something or get something or out of an it. Idea. But there Don't was... run a five minute package at nine o'clock recap in the first 40 minutes. There's your time. It's true. It's true. It just felt very end. It's NWO ish at the end of a nitro. Like it's sing. It's sing. It's a fucking full Nelson. We'll see you next week. Like that's what it fucking felt like. It was like a devastating maneuver. And then that was it. It was just like, I know they're trying to be cliff hanging and stuff like that. But, like, at least put Drew in some fucking danger. Like, put him in a full Nelson where he can't actually get out of it or something. Like, do something. It just felt so rushed. It made me go, huh? I had to rewind it and go, that was it? So, doesn't really help the case. That's pretty much everything that I think I've uh, talked about on uh, Raw or SmackDown. I don't, I don't, I don't yeah, know. Is there I, I, think, I think we're ready to get hopeful. So, glorious. You okay. are my only hope. I will kick us off because, you know what? There is one thing we didn't mention. That is... uh. Bro, Matt Riddle, after his uh, cage match loss in NXT, is headed to the blue brand. Uh, we had a Kurt Angle promo uh, hyping him. And you know what? Um, SmackDown, I think, has a lot of single stars. So I think it obviously opens up a lot of feud opportunities for Matt Riddle. But it's also a lot of clutter, especially with one less hour. But I do think he's a guy that will be given time. But the way I was looking at this is, you know what else the SmackDown exec loves? They love Goldberg. So this gave me a hope. That Matt Riddle versus Goldberg is in our future and could be coming sooner rather than later. Because why the fuck not at this point? There's no reason not to do this match. Literally zero reason. Vince likes money. He'll do it. Even if they do it at a fucking Saudi show, I don't care. I'll watch it. But my hope is that we get Matt Riddle versus Goldberg in our future. Hashtag JC knows. Hashtag JC's hopes come true. That's adorable. It is. Bro. Bro. Let's go. Very quickly. Do you, do you think there's an upside? Because apparently everybody's saying that everybody's hopeful that, that the uh, the bro will be the, the second coming of somebody and uh, be a huge player in SmackDown. Do you think there's a big upside? Do you think that people are going to be disappointed? How do you feel about how he's going to translate I, over I from NXT? I think there is an incredible upside with him because the guy is so damn infectious and likable. Like, I remember when people would tell me about him in the first one. I just literally looked at him. I'm like, there's no way I'll ever root for this guy. He looks like a dork. He says bro. He acts like an idiot. He's flipping sandals. He's got stupid long hair. He, like, he looks like a doofus. And literally, then I watch him wrestle. I listen to him speak once, and he's like my favorite guy. There's something about him. He has the star power. I think he's going to be a big player. It's going to be hard for them to mess him up. They might, but I think like the talent will shine through no matter what they do with him. He's too freaking like good. He's infectious. Well, I have to, I have to agree with you. I think that uh, Matt Riddle definitely has an upside. I just feel like he may not be as big of a star as they may be hoping. I think that he might reach the upper echelon of you know, WWE at some point, like maybe a couple of years down the line, but if they give him the, the rocket strap right away, I'd, I, uh, I mean, I, I, I think he's probably going to face Sheamus first. Like my hope would be that uh, I guess I guess piggybacking off of yours is that, you know, he gets maybe an intercontinental championship reign or something uh, because 
he, he fits in that wrestler's category, um, but he can he can do the Otis, you know, slap happy dance kind of like, you know, promo bullshit um, as well. So I think he has an upside, but I feel like people are putting a lot of stock into him. So I feel like I'd be more curious to see him be a heel. I think that, yes, he is infectious and everybody loves him, but uh, I, don't, I don't know. I think that the Matt Riddle heel might have a lot more legs right Maybe not right away, but I think you gotta, you know, you gotta do the song and dance with the sandals and everything. But I think that a longevity-wise, to keep him, keep him going, I think I want to see a Matt Riddle heel. That's what I want to see. That would be interesting. Um, I do hope that they wait a while though, because I think there is uh, a lot to capitalize with him as a babyface in the short term. So my original hope, uh, just because I was gonna tell the Joe Stopper, I made a joke about the Forgotten Sons doing their uh, heartburn pledge again. They keep fucking hitting their chest, and that they were going to end up having pink camo. So there you go, Joe. Although apparently I'm supposed to give comments or give the credit over to TJ because we mistakenly gave Joe credit for something. TJ said TJ, of course, is going to be hosting NXT Hangover on the Jobberknocker YouTube. Check it out with Big DQ. Those guys do everything they can to recap everything about NXT Hangover. Excuse me, NXT in your house takeover. Uh, so make sure you check that on the Jobberknocker YouTube channel. Uh, but my hope is, um, quite frankly, that I really do believe in one thing. I want Nia Jax to be the champion. Oh. In my opinion, oh. here's, 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 here's why I want this. She's polarizing. She's going to hurt people anyway. So you might as well make her a fucking influential figure. Because as much as Asuka is going to win this matchup, and I know she's gonna, Asuka's going to overcome the odds and stuff, to me... Nia Jax makes you feel something. Usually, you're upset every time you see her. And you know what? Bill Goldberg beat everybody up. And everybody fucking loves Goldberg to an extent. Uh, but uh, clearly, Nia Jax has that Samoan swagger and can't get fired. So, uh, I think giving her the belt and having her be a beast champion, like that boss-level champion, I think works personally because I I don't give a shit about Oscar. I don't give a shit wow. about half the people whoa, on on whoa, Raw. Whoa, 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 what? Is that yep, like seriously? Care. I'm not, I've never like I've always liked Oscar and respected her. I've never been an Oscar guy, but the run she's been on since this whole pandemic has started, she's been one of the stars of it in these empty arenas with her personality. How can you say that? I just I don't care. Oh, I just God. don't care. You are just you, there's uh, I, I don't even I, I don't even have it's, words. It's, it's it's not for me. It's not for me. I don't like Nia Jax. I I would prefer she's not on my television. But people keep fucking talking about her. If Ken Kennedy can drop Randy Orton on his head once and get fired, and Samoan Swagger comes out and beats up forty five women, she's injured Kyrie she's, three times at this point. I feel like she beats up she she trips on a fucking banana peel and breaks someone's face and I mean she doesn't get fired so I mean you clearly know that that uh, not everybody is uh, gonna get the same uh talking to and she clearly does not get the same talking to so you might as well make her the most hated woman in the world anyway why not oh god get the fuck out no you have Oscar run through her and then you do Oscar Charlotte because that's what everyone wants. Then you uh, you have Liv Morgan win because why not? That'd be a cool story. I'd bet you rather that. That's a better hope. Sure. <laughs> Should we get comebacky? Sure. Don't call Everybody it a comeback. a comeback. 
He's been here for years. Shorty G, baby. It's nice to see the hacker back on our television. Uh, he took out Cesaro and Nakamura in the Battle Royal, but then that Swiss scum uh, threw him out illegally and screwed him over. He should have had a shot at Daniel Bryan. He would have beaten Daniel Bryan. Then he would have gone on to beat AJ Styles and become the Intercontinental Champion. But instead, he had to then go beat Cesaro in a singles match later. But he was a stud. Shorty G is a stud. Push him to the moon. Give him everything. Love Shorty G. Good to have him back. With a victory roll that made my eyes roll. <laughs> Fantastic. And look, it wasn't a roll-up. Technically, it wasn't a roll-up. It was a victory it's roll. True. You know what? It's, a head, it's head and shoulders above a roll-up, folks. But it's not that much different. It, it's, it's like it's one step above. But I'll give it to him. He looks a little less Doug Funny-ish and more actual wrestler today or the other day. That's, that's really how I feel about Shorty G. My comeback this week goes to Alistair Black. I did not expect him to win cleanly over Tyler Black, a.k.a. Seth Rollins. Black versus Black was an amazing match. I love this matchup. I thought it was great. Uh, I'm not going to do the, uh, the curse because I know TJ. You already did it. Titans. You gave him your comeback. It's over. He's losing next no, but week. I didn't, lab- I didn't label it anything. I He's just getting pinned by Dominic. All I'm saying is it was great to see him win. I'm not going to do the curse. It's not going to be a thing. Let's just move on. It is what it is. I do want to say sorry, TJ, but uh, to make it up for you, I want everyone to make sure you tune in for NXT Hangover exclusively on the Jobberknocker YouTube channel uh, after NXT Your House, which we are going to talk about here in the big old finish in a moment. But before we get there, I want to socialize the rest of the podcast because uh, TJ also wrote an article for Jobberknocker.com about shock value that you should check out. He also is our weekly NXT guy. Joe takes care of our AEW and NWA Power and NXT UK when they return. We will have full coverage there as well. But also, there's tons of articles available on our website. Make sure you check them out constantly because it's such good shit uh twitter at jobber knocker at nestlemania at jc of the jk at dq of the jk at ray ray of the jk at billy d 2411 at joe pollock 47 at tj of the jk at the real deal b cox facebook jobber knocker instagram jobber knocker we're everywhere you want to be on social media make sure you give us five stars five flames on itunes anchor stitcher uh spotify uh fucking google play uh wherever else we are i don't know uh youtube you know what else is on YouTube? NXT Hanover, NXT In Your House Edition. So make sure you guys check that out. But before we get there, Nestlemania, the only thing I have written uh, for SmackDown this week is the women's tag team title match, which you already said Bailey and Sasha have no chance. Not one. Not one iota. No chance in hell. So uh, I should pick them to win. So Bailey and Sasha will win, but probably not win the titles. Uh, and they'll set up a triple threat at Backlash. Why not? Gross. Okay. I don't. Gross. Is there anything else advertised? I besides. Well, I guess uh, inter- who's going to be the intercontinental champion? Duh. I, I don't think they are doing it this week. Well, I if really they don't. are, which I think they are, who's it going to be? Um, uh, I'm going to say AJ Styles. Yeah, me too. I don't think you move a guy to the show, put him in a tournament to not have him win it. Uh, plus, I think you're going to have Daniel Bryan chase him and still. But I don't. I just. I think I agree. I think AJ makes a lot of sense. Does Raw have anything advertised? I doubt it. All right. So you know what that means. It's time to get in your house with NXT. There are five matches currently scheduled. I'm assuming those will be the final five. Maybe they had a sixth. I don't know. But uh, we're going to start off with uh, TJ's boy, Johnny Gargano, who is challenging Keith Lee. What? What? For the NXT North American Championship. Nestlemania. I got Keith Lee. Who do you got? Uh, also, give me the Lee. I think that uh, Johnny Gargano is doing a great job bitch-fitting, and uh, I don't think we're done yet. So, he can't bitch if he's the winner. That's Just true. 
I'm going to get to uh, the next thing, which I am most excited for on the card. That is Tommaso Ciampa versus Karrion Cross with Scarlett. Um, this is obviously Karrion Cross's like debut in a real match, not just a squatch. Uh, we've seen the entrance. I'm loving everything about this duo, and I expect that uh, their momentum will continue against the Ciampa. So did you pick Cross out of that? Yeah, that's literally what I said. Bro. No, that's not you, you. You had like a roundabout yeah, way of you got to you got to set up. You got to sell the match. You got to explain the match, and then you pick the match, bro. Come Listen, on. you don't have to. You don't have to tell me how to sell a wrestling match, buddy. Yeah. All right. You sit there. You sit there, clickety clacking on your fucking keyboard. Well, I've out there actually wrestled in front of crowds, promoted matches, done things like that. So don't give me that BS, folks. Oh don't God. give me that. Listen to this. Listen to this. Who you got? Right, pick. Uh, pick. You're, you're circling around because you don't know who you're gonna pick. I'm going to pick Cross. If, it's not cross if, if Uncle H tells Tommaso Ciampa to shave his head and his beard, he would do it. Well, he does have a he shaved head, it. so he, he already has. has well, that. okay, his beard, the rest of his body. Uncle H tells him to do it. He does it. How high? He'll do it. He'll lose to Cross. The end. Uh, next up, we have a singles match uh, between Finn Balor and Damian Priest. I don't got much to sell on this one, so who you got? I wipe my ass with Damian Priest, so I say <laughs> he... He can eat defeat, and he can lose to Finn Balor. So I will pick. Uh, I will pick abs for days, Finn Balor. Yeah, I'm always team abs, and I think uh, Balor has a. He's going for something lofty. I think uh, when all this wraps up, I think him and Walter are still going to be an NXT UK title match. A lot of people want to see. So I think uh, he has more to gain here than uh, the Priest. Uh, next up, we have a triple threat match for the NXT Women's Championship. Charlotte Flair, the greatest champion who was on every show and deserves to be, defends against Rhea Ripley and Io Shirai. Nestlemania, this could be an interesting spot to, uh, you know, just take that title off Charlotte and move on, stick her back on Raw. What do you think? Uh, we're not that lucky, folks. Charlotte wins big time because I am going to keep complaining about it and the backcracker is going to be right there behind me screaming bloody fucking murder every time she's on my goddamn television. So there you go. Charlotte, for yeah. the win. And my absolute disdain. Yeah. There you go. Give me Charlotte all day, baby. She deserves it. She's a stud. She should honestly never lose again. They should give her all the titles and just, you know, just, just put her on literally every show. If they ever bring back 205 Live, she should be on that show cutting promos too because why not? You make me sick. You well, make me sick. Is she under 205? Probably. So she should be allowed to be on that show. Uh, next up, yeah, we have a last chance match for the NXT Championship. If the Velveteen Dream loses, he can no longer challenge the NXT Championship while Adam Cole is champion. So, Nestlemania, we've already seen this. Adam Cole's continued to retain. He did just pass uh, the longest reigning NXT Champion of all time. But I will say, this match has literally no steam because I feel like we haven't seen either of these guys in months. Well, you can go down one or two doors, JC. You can think to yourself, hey, you know what? I'm not going to read into the filthy sheets. And I try not to do that. But what they're saying is, look, Adam Cole, baby, could be going to AEW, baby. So maybe they take the belts off him before they can get the contract negotiations thing done. That's all I'm saying. So He ain't going anywhere. As much as, I'm, as much as I don't like Velveteen Dream in terms of what he does in the ring, he's a oh. phenomenal oh, entertainer. Boy. Phenomenal entertainer. Oh, boy. Phenomenal entertainer, but sloppy as hell in the ring. Oh, boy. So... He's sloppy Joe in the ring. Just saying. He's going to hurt himself or somebody else. Just saying. Oh, boy. Just saying. At that level, he should have his body control. I'm just saying. (sighs) Velveteen Dream for the win. Uh, I'm going to pick Adam Cole, baby. He ain't going nowhere. Uh, 
Yeah, he's not. AEW already has his better half. They don't need him. They already got the better one. They got they got the dentist. That's all they need. Uh, but no, Adam Cole, there's no fucking way they let him leave. And there's no way I think he leaves because he'll be a bigger star in NXT than I think he could be in AEW because AEW just has a lot of guys right now. Uh, and NXT, he is the guy, and I think it's going to continue because I just I, – I don't – think that a switch here would really benefit anyone uh but again i don't know who's gonna eventually beat adam cole maybe it is carrying cross but yeah give me the baby so we didn't disagree to the last one nestlemania well hopefully that means that i'm right you're wrong and i keep going up the uh the ranks that would be That's the first awesome. first time for everything the day you beat me in something wow <laughs> you know the fucking hey you know jc gets a fucking haircut and he's a new goddamn oh, man. man i can't Jesus. tell you how nice this feels like, I, I just feel aerodynamic. I'm not sweating on the skull. I don't have to constantly move shit out of my face. Um, I haven't worn a headband in a few days. I might put one on for old time's sake. Uh, but, yeah, it, uh, it feels pretty good to uh, have the hair off my head. Well, you don't have great hair like me, but that's okay. That's I mean, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Very quickly, I know, we're, I know we're probably going to be wrapping up, but we didn't talk about this. Your boy's the revival on AEW television. Yeah, what did you think of their debut? Because I thought, um, I again, like I was in the uh, in the camp where I would have, I don't think there was a need to rush them in, but I don't hate that they're uh, right up there with the Young Bucks right away because I think that's what we want to see. I'm curious to see how it goes. I'm happy that they're working. I'm happy that I get to see them on my TV. But personally, I would have saved it. I didn't think that this debut was the coolest thing ever. They drove in a truck and like ran out. Like I guess it was it was different, but I don't know. I uh, I personally would have saved it, but it is nice to see them. Dash was like a millisecond away from taking out the barricade with that truck. He came around that corner so fucking hot. I was thinking to myself, oh, my God, don't kill the camera guy. <laughs> they came in, clean-shaven, did their business, and then they beat up, which we thought they were going to beat up the Young Bucks, but they did not. They beat up the other guys, and it was like mutual agreement to be like, we're going to face each other, yada, 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 let's do their whole thing and, and walk out. Which, again, got everybody buzzing. But I don't want to see them being like, oh, you're great. No, you're great. I want to see the Young Bucks fuck their tails because they were talking shit forever like talking shit forever about being the best tag team in the world then to finally have the bully come and answer the call that's what i wanted i want them to like i wanted them to be like fuck you we're the best like cody rhodes had had a great tweet where he was like it was him sleeping on a a being elite like just going fuck the revival fuck the revival (laughs) and he said he said oh my god i think they heard me like that to me was funny as hell and i was like okay maybe they go after cody as like a joke but i don't like the mutual admiration bullshit i want to see down and dirty trash talk you can't do that for that much you guys can't mental masturbate for this long about who the greatest tag team is in this generation and then fucking have a mutual thing like get the fuck out of here so here's, who gives a shit here's my take on it because i agree and i do think it's going to get there but i think this is the revival showing that they're calculating and they're going to play mind games with these guys. Because obviously I think everyone expected them to do it. They zigged when everyone thought they would zag. I'm curious to see if that's actually what they're doing. Maybe they don't. Maybe you're right. But I have a feeling they're going to make the revival come off as a lot more smart and calculating. As they should because I think they can be very effective heels in that role. So I would just say Nestlemania, be patient with that one and we might get what we want. You're going to tell me to be patient. You know who you're talking yeah, to? I, believe me. Unfortunately, I do. What is this, episode fucking 8,484? I believe it's uh, 215. Yeah, I don't know. So I'll, I'll find out when I have to post it because then I'll just look at what last week was. and I'll be like, oh, okay, add one. 
215 episodes of this bullshit. I mean, give or take, we've, 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 you know, missed each other a couple of times, probably seven or something like that. So maybe 207, 205, maybe. <laughs> there we go. Well, yeah. uh, and very, very, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Very quickly. I just wanted to mention, I'm curious what you thought of the, the, uh, the cage with, uh, Riddle and Thatcher. I really liked it. I, uh, I enjoyed the hell out of that match. I thought it made Thatcher look like a fucking rock star, which I think he obviously absolutely needed. But uh, yeah, I thought it was a fun idea. Cause as you know, I am the biggest anti-cage match guy. I just thought this one had a lot of layers that a lot of different rules that had a lot of different things that could happen. I thought it was exciting and it's something that I would like to do them to do more of if they can. I obviously get why hope- with a full arena, it's harder, but I don't give a shit. Fuck the people in the arena. Entertain me, damn it. I hope that this becomes either Thatcher or Riddle's match. Plain and simple. I think having a little a little bit of a legitimacy kind of thing felt kind of... It was work shooty, and I liked it. I thought it was good enough to be like, okay, grabbed my attention, had the catwalk, had that little extra to it, had multiple referees, had Kurt Angle basically doing nothing the whole time. Thatcher lost his, you know, his teeth, the chompers. Like it, it was good enough for me to be like, this is kind of blood sporty, so I appreciated it. That's all. All right. Well, I got nothing else, boss, if you want to take us on home. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us this week. We will be back next week with even more Jobber Knockery.